Hello everyone, it's Friday night and it is Weekender time once more. And this week we have a bit of a retro feel to the show with a retro indie back from the 70s, a whole bunch of games reinvigorated by their companies and a look at some 70s and 80s sci-fi classics. How wacky is that? On top of that, we also have a prize. From Fantasy Flight Games comes the Marvel Champions card game starter set. If you want to be in with a chance to win this and make your first steps into the Marvel Universe, then remember, with great power comes great responsibility and the responsibility to comment below and be a subscriber to the channel. Now sit back and relax because your weekend starts here. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined this week by John, Justin and Ben. Hello. 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 Hola, welcome back. Did you have a good vacation? Ah. Uh, yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah, oh, because two so, of so, us so, so, blackout, yeah. you don't remember. Got it. No, I'm working around the house and then Klopp handed in his notice for the end of the season. Oh, I'm no. going to be in mourning now for, for the next four months. <laughs> it's going to be mourning. As people on the unofficial hobby hangout have already dis discovered, my background you know, will be various club pictures. I heard about that, and my first thoughts were, I should get wellness checks on Jerry and Shay's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking around for a black armband. <laughs> Apart from that, not too bad. Good. What about yourself, John? Did, uh, did you have massively fun times playing in... Donuts in the uh, track vehicles in your car park. I wish. I wish. Uh, Sadly not. What I'm I, assuming I John up... had a, a gun damn good time. Oh, you're very funny. <laughs> yes. Yes, I built more of the things I'm not allowed to talk about, according to one person. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, no, apart from that, I just locked myself away. I just went, ah, do you know what? I'm not listening to any of this anymore. Well, to take care of <laughs> itself without a John for a week. Yeah. 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 It's the way to do it. De stress. De-stress. Mm. De-gas. Ignore the world. Like a resin miniature in a vacuum chamber. De-gas Re yourself. Raised my head up long enough to see how Stormont was doing, realised it was still empty and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's par for the course there, really, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. We're all back. Getting the band back together. We're like some sort of AI making the Beatles sing <laughs> once more. <laughs> oh. We shouldn't be talking about AI either. <laughs> oh, wait. No, yeah. Another red flag. I don't, I don't care. I don't know how it no. works. No, this is why Jerry's happy. He just doesn't give a shit. Yep. It's, it's a much easier way to run through life, to be brutally yep. honest. Much easier. Um, right. Before we get into the show proper, uh, we have some updates. We'll get mm. to Dungeon Alien in a moment, because we've got mm. another cheeky one to show off. However, we will be here next week, but we won't be here for a weekender. Mm. Um, because we're going to be doing the On Tabletop Industry Awards show. <gasps> TM. Um, hopefully, hopefully, maybe. <laughs> oh, no, no, we will be. By we are definitely correct. doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> um, so that will be replacing the weekender next weekend uh, with our look back over 2023 and what it meant to us. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's any multi-award winning games. 
delivering uh, stuff that no, no. There's one that includes stones and moons. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, we'll, Did we we'll manage see. to sideline that before Jerry just put it in every category? Adam. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he, here's the thing. Jerry basically acts as our GM. So in our universe, in our content coverage, that's God right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's right, right up there. Well, there's a pantheon. There are many <laughs> upper and lower levels. It's, it's very much like it's like the Riftborn, many respects. So some games have been killed, and they to survive, they have to be uh, cobbled together with other games that have been killed, like uh, the Planet of Battles and the God of War, uh, <laughs> to keep it honest, where the two halves of their body refused. Big shout out to all my Rift War fans. <laughs> all three of them. Oh, oh there's more <laughs> than that. There, there's so many, in fact, that. Somebody has bought it to make it into a terrible version of the book TV show. Oh, I look oh. forward to that with so much joy. But that's <laughs> that's for a couple of years down the line when that comes out, and I'll weep myself to sleep. Um, ah. Right. So, industry awards next week. Uh, don't know if they're going to come come out on the Friday or the Saturday, so you might not see this slot being used, or it might. Time uh, you, it's going to go through Lloyd's hands, so you know he'll want to get it on the Friday. Yeah. If he does or not, we'll see. Uh, so yes, uh, that will replace our regular weekender. We'll still be here for the uh, XLBS though, yep. over on tabletop.com. So you can still join us on Sunday next week, as per usual. And of course, in two days time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's next week. What mm. about this week? What about Dungeonelia? What have you found, Ben, in the dungeons? Uh- yeah, so obviously still doing Dungeonalia, carrying through until the beginning of March. So you've still got plenty of time to get your projects built and prizes won, obviously. Uh, but uh, I thought we should have a look at uh, another one of the projects that sort of caught my eye from the collection this week. Um, so this one was a fun one from Rich SH, who had been uh, diving into a little bit of Space Crusade, which I thought was a very nice way of, take, of taking things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as we've said in the past, um dungeon alien is not just about the traditional kind of fantasy dungeon delving it can be about uh sci-fi pulp anything that you consider to be dungeon adjacent effectively mm. dungeon crawly uh, yeah dungeon crawly and obviously we have a, a whole range of different categories as we talked about over previous weeks you'll find the link to all of those below as well but um this one was looking at sort of revisiting uh space crusade and painting up all of the different orcs and goblins and stuff that you would have found in the game back in the day and everything else of course yeah. uh, including lovely gene stealers super tasty tasty yeah. <laughs> Karen yes. coriander a, a, a stew of lead paint <laughs> yes exactly yeah um, oh. and so this was Almost a little bit of a, I guess, a early um, spring clean challenge in a way, as uh, in some ways, because it was sort of taking all the old miniatures, getting all the old paint off them, and okay. giving them a new lease of life to be brought back to the table again. So, this would be the perfect entry for a category like the uh, the Dungeon Monsters one, mm. uh, where you were looking to paint up lots of different things for your heroes to battle against in the depths of some kind of sci-fi dungeon, in this case with Space Crusade. And yeah, I think it's really cool. They're coming together quite nicely, going for the old slappy-choppy method, as you can see there. Bit your tongue off. (laughs) Uh, I I wish we had like a necromancer like section for the prizes, just where you're raising up an old game from the dead. Maybe next year. Mm. Maybe next year. (laughs) 
get uh, uh, Lloyd to make another graphic for that. As well. <laughs> of course, you give can, Lloyd all the work. Yeah, you can ask him, Justin. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, if there's one thing I've learned in all my years here, it's don't touch Lloyd. Don't just leave him alone. He's doing his thing. He's he's in his Lloyd box. Just leave him in his Lloyd box. Don't touch the Lloyd box. Uh, but yeah, I'm really liking the uh, the way that these are coming out. Um, obviously, the the older scheme was a was a very sort of poppy old school take on things, whereas this one's a little bit more of a new sort of grim dark feel to things. I think it's quite cool. Uh, should mean that the armies come together very nicely. I like that the the greens are different colours for the different. Um, Look at the Gretchen of dance. Green skin. Yes, yeah, so you got the Gretchens and the uh, and the orcs there. Very nice indeed. So yeah, hopefully this will turn into uh, a full collection. <laughs> All right. you're right there, you're right. the face you make when you step on the lego <laughs> <laughs> why, why are the shoulder pads so fuzzy they're fluffy that's, that's the joy of of uh dry brushing the living bejesus out of something the slappy choppiness yeah mm-hmm. uh but yeah so uh these will hopefully turn into a fun collection at the end of the uh end of dungeon alia and mm. maybe we'll even get a little bit of a sneaky Oh, battle board slotted in there. Still oh, plenty of time. Yeah. There's a whole month. Num, 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 to, num, uh, Jerry's favorite tastiness. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm a big proponent for Dettol. Oh, yeah. Dettol is I the like way to Dettol. go. Yeah, nice and cheap does the job. Methylene spirits does it too, though. Yeah, that's what's the one we used to use? Simple green was it? Simple green. The the, the American one, whatever the UK equivalent is, I can't remember. All I know is methylated spirit does the same thing. True. Yeah. That all smells are good. I really <laughs> like the old school. I quite yeah. like the old school. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have stripped that myself. Not to uh, not to tell Rich that he needs to go back no. and do them again. <laughs> presumably, they were correct the first time. Well, presumably this is to because he uses some of these for his forty k army as well. Yeah. Um. So presumably it's right. tied into uh, yeah. a bigger force. Yeah, I mean, it is something we've talked about before, taking like old school miniatures and painting them with like modern techniques. I think he's mm. done a brilliant job. Yeah, they look nice. They look really good. I like it. I like what you've done there, Richard. Um, if other people want to join in, still plenty of time. You can just go there. It explains all of it. Explains yeah. the prizes, explains where you can go, what you can do, how you can do it. You have to go to a gray screen somewhere. <laughs> It's good. yeah, you'll see this often. Ooh, home of the beasts of war. I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and yeah, yeah. Everything you need is on that page, along with uh things like that. The massive box of laser for your cheap stay at home laser eye surgery. Yeah. <laughs> that Lloyd's not here to tell you not to do this time. So <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, it's the little things in life that amuse me. Right. Speaking of little things. We're going to have a look at an indie of the week. Ooh, yay! This um, one's been kept secret. What's going on? <laughs> there, there are reasons for keeping it secret. Okay. Um, because I, w- I want, I want the final reveal. Uh, just to be able to look dead in your eyes, then, and see what you think. Uh, why, why do I feel like I'm about to be horrified or enchanted? One well, of the two extremes. All I can hear in my head, by the way, is uh, Squid Mars. And now time for a big reveal. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is, but sure. Oh. So, Lamming. Um, no. I don't see any sheep here. What's going on? Bill Lamming was one of the first miniature sculptors in the 60s. Oh, okay. If you've ever seen, there was like a, there's an old bit of documentary, BBC News documentary footage from like the Midlands of somebody 
making, they're actually minifigs, but they're making Napoleonics by using lead solder to build up the model. Oh, wow. So they make, you know, bah, 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 bah. so these are, this range has been taken on, Bill has passed a while ago, unfortunately, this range was taken on by somebody else. So two caveats, there are two scales here. There's mm-hmm. some 20 mil stuff, which is obviously spot on for anybody doing 172nd style um, mm-hmm. miniatures. So if you're playing World War II or Ancients, or whatever, there's some yeah. 20 mil stuff, which is great. A lot of it is 25 because that mm-hmm. was the style before scale creep became a thing and people started aggressively expanding. Regulating. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and I know some of our community members, like uh, Sir Humphrey Retired, um, used lambing stuff in the past. In fact, he got a golden button for an army that he was doing to replace his original 1970 lambing version of a, a Punic army, I, I think it was. That, yeah. um, so this is, this is these. So your mileage may vary on some of these because obviously they're going to be much smaller. Um, but... The, the range themselves are are quite delightfully cute. As you can see there, you've got uh, little Egyptians and Greek and Persians and all sorts of things. But in a in a oh, smaller wow. in a smaller, more compact and bijou style way. But if you Very want nice. to do um, sort of DBX style games where you're maybe just multi basing five or six miniatures um, per stand um, for getting into to ancients, then you know it's not going to be the worst in the world if you're making up a couple of forces for yourself. Um, yeah. But obviously there are a lot of people who started with lambing and went on for a while with it. Um, so this range uh, also contains uh, a few additional ones under the lambing plus, which is uh, modern sculpts that have been sculpted to match the same size. Ah. Uh, so um, interesting. There's only a few bits and pieces here and there in that, but as you can see, the, uh, the likes of the the ranges fairly comprehensive for the the style and time period. Um, you've got your cavalry, your elephant riders, your little siloy. A pound, um, a pound a man's not too bad. A pound a man's pound, not bad. Pound, yeah. pound of pop's good. Yeah, you may you may find that some things come with separate bits and pieces. Like uh, you can get cast weapons for some of the World War Two stuff. The weapons and heads um, are sometimes separate, so you can combine your own mm-hmm. um but they're a nice substantial sort of range of things here we have the medieval for your crassy hundred years war you two can have a the black yeah. prince running around the place with his crown on his head and everything look at him look at him go god bless him <laughs> I, say, I think i think it, this works very nicely for for those people doing that kind of multi-basing smaller scale stuff hmm. pick up a whole bunch of these and just quickly get units regiments etc together yeah yeah very nice so like i say it may be it may be that this will not be to everyone's taste and i imagine that some of the people who know um already about it or have it will know that this exists anyway but i mean look at 25 mil stuff there's a little corner of wargaming history that i didn't know existed so this is very yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. i'm wondering how i mean because they are they're 25 to eye level so Why has he lost a shoe? Because that's just how things go sometimes. That's a bad. That miniature's having a bad day. Yeah, in the back and forth of battle. It it may be that he's got some sort of fancy sock on. Yes. (laughs) You you can never, you can never tell with the lunch connect and their fancy, fancy clothing. But yeah, the uh, the twenty fives are really nice. Mm. But problematic if you're trying to blend them in with a modern range so yeah. uh, this will be a 
pretty much your one-stop shop, one and done. Boom. Mm -hmm. You know, do it and then move on with your life. But I do like the, uh, I do like the, the fact that somebody went, you know, I started with this, met the man, loved him, want to continue his work uh, now that he's gone. It's um, very uh, kind of classic toy soldier. Oh, look, 100 percent. Yeah. Sit well. I mean, this this is probably the toy soldiers came first. Obviously, the Britons and like yeah. the the big square or slash rectangular bases with the texture on them just scream. Toy, I've painted so many of those in my life. Um, <laughs> so obviously, when somebody started a war game, and they're just recreating those style of miniatures, but in yeah. in a smaller scale. Yeah. But oh, lovely. So that's your twenty fives. Uh, after that, though. I skipped Leonsley. I think the Polyonics are also 25. Yeah. Um, World War II. Hey. So these are 20. So these more comparable with the likes of your um, your 172nd, your Airfix kits, that sort of thing. So if you want to yeah. pick up some additional bits and pieces for um, either special weapons or commands or whatever it happens to be, uh, then you two can do that. And they'll. And this is how I got into World War II wargaming. It was a mix of metals for the specialists and uh, plastics for the, the bog standard rank and file. Ah, nice. Just, yeah. just See, I'm, I'm quite enjoying the fact that he leaves the faces so undetailed. Yes, it's a human face, but it's it's not a people. Well, it's it, it's partly, partly that and partly because of the method of sculpting he was using, or I say sculpting, mm -hmm. you know, Building, building, yeah, yeah, layering. <laughs> yeah, original three uh, yeah. D printing. It had to be, uh, and then I suppose there was some carving afterwards because it was lead solder after all, so it's lovely and pliable and soft. No, I'm loving the aesthetic of that. That sort of almost faceless soldiery. Well, it's very, it's very as as Ben said, it's very much more the toy soldier ass kind of thing yeah. where. It's a simplified detail because of the methods used at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pin yeah, them I'm, all in big bright enamels. Just uh, blind people yeah. with the shininess. <laughs> so, I used yeah. to. I used to have a collection of Britons, both military and the farming stuff. So I I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> there's our some of our open-handed people. So there's a range of weapons and stuff where you you can select those separately and whang them on in there. Um, so that's your uh, British, and they're half the price. You lose five millimeters, yeah. you lose fifty p. Mm. Yeah, they're 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 pennies apiece. Yeah, that's it. We well, don't you don't be splash your money up the wall whenever you uh, you're just looking to uh, build a force for the table. Because uh, that would be insanity. Mm -hmm. um, Americans or Americans, I know him just for those, but you get the idea. Little tiny men, they do little tiny men things. Hmm. Now, if I creep to Lambing Plus, dun, dun, dun. so there are some that have been sculpted to either give extra range to the range, so right. a few more different spearmen or uh, additional cavalrymen, hmm. that sort of thing. Again, these are the 25s. And mm -hmm. all delightful, delightful in every way, shape, Quite lovely. form. Yep. But the all idea is that these have been them. sculpted rather than yeah crafted in the old style of you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, they're so, yep, right. you'll see a bit more uh, detail on them 
I can go mm. to you, sir. But still in the same aesthetic and yeah. feel as the old ones. Yeah. Yeah. And sizing, the most important thing of all. All of a sudden, you won't get somebody twice the height like a Goliath <laughs> striding yeah. like a Colossus out between the streets. Everyone in Wargaming must be the same height. The... Yes. <laughs> if there was a Toy Story for Wargaming miniatures, it would be entertaining. <laughs> Viking berserkers. Hello, little Viking berserker. Hello. Lovely gruff fellows. They are. They're delightful. Um, feudal medieval, they're all great. Naval, though. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. No. Oh, oh he's, my. He's doing little boats, little <gasps> medieval coglets. And, uh, well, those are precious. <laughs> aren't they, though? Mm hmm. Oh, those are great. I love them. Now, there's a few naval games kicking around at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that these could be press ganged into quite happily. Mm -hmm. You and want this. To do a micro version of Okanaran. Yeah. I like well, them as, you need uh, to remove all the cannonry and or change yeah. it to something worse. Mm -hmm. I like the uh the idea of using these for something campaign based as well. I so you use them for moving around maps and things. Yeah. yeah. To show the uh like if you're going on a crusade. <laughs> yes. Use take these take your cogs. Yeah. Let's see whether or not you can get from the Levant to Utremer without all your ships capsizing and driving <laughs> exactly, all your men. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, look, we're going to the Americas. <laughs> Good luck. Don't worry. Those, those, are, those are lovely. Those are lovely. These, these I'm really liking um, because it's a little bit a little wind direction indicator. Oh, I like that's that's a fun little. That's a lovely little touch. Throwing. Yeah, you two can. Pick your south southwest direction of your wind, and the flag uh, can be moved. God, yeah, well, the, the, the flag's your direction. You see, so you yeah, turn yeah, the flag yeah. so you can tell where the wind is, depending on the game you're playing. Um, which is just cracking, cracking good fun, which we all like. Well done, us. Um, so <laughs> that's the the lambing plus bit. Yeah, now, now there is one more thing in here. Uh, he does at the end. He does. Field of Battle miniatures, mm -hmm. uh, which contains, as you can see, some um, French, your French Foreign Legion, your Beaujest-like people, and your yeah, yeah. Uh, Arabs as well, which are delightful. These are 20 mils again, mm -hmm. um, but your Foreign Legion officer, your rank of file infantry, they're all there. Well, I should probably clear some tabs at some point. You'll get there eventually. Oh, I'm sorry. My <laughs> the photoshopping is so bad. Honestly, Ouch. don't care. I'm not looking at the photoshopping. I'm looking at the little model. It hurts that my eyeballs. There. It hurts my eyeballs and my feelings. Right. That's very good. You could have just not pointed that out, and we could have <laughs> moved on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're moving on anyway. So good. It doesn't matter. I like that you Perfect. get the... Uh... The good selection of different poses and yeah. so things like that. So if you're marching do ready, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're gonna do something slightly more skirmish based. You've got a good selection of stuff there, which is good. Um I think the French Foreign Legion, I mean, obviously we saw what was it eighteen ninety eight miniaturists doing mm. some stuff for this. Just Don't tend to those. see it war game that often, but no. there's some really nice miniatures out there as you can see. So yeah. Yeah. It's probably and something that maybe people could re could visit or revisit perhaps. Yeah. 
So, so the nice thing about Reams is like this, they let you explore the different parts of history that you generally wouldn't see. Also, he's got a fortune cookie on top of his staff. <laughs> right. That's a great way to alienate and annoy all the Islamic people in the world. <laughs> it's Glad. a fusion model. I'm Glad. going to be quiet now. <laughs> Glad I'm not you. I don't want a fatwa declared on my house. Oh, they, they are lovely. The, with their Giselles. Yeah, those are those really nice. I love those those rifles and the design yeah. that you got with them because they're just like that little bit ostentatious. <laughs> oh, there's nothing a little bit about it. It's like you get one and then they were all then upgraded yeah. with intricate Which flowing like decoration. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's going to become an heirloom. You may as well start now mm. upgrading it all. So it's good that you got the both sides effectively as well. Oh, god, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I said, it's. 20 mil, the one-stop shop, get both sides for your... Uh, you, and, you and a buddy, sit down yeah. and play. Yeah. Including your camelry. Mm -hmm. Go camelry, go. Uh, so that's Fieldy Battles. Uh, kill them all, please. Ah. Thank you. Any more for any more? Oh, yeah. There's uh, more? What? Huh? There, there, there is. I need to shift us, because otherwise it all gets in my way. So, he did have a range of tiny little furry things. Right. Yeah, I knew. I, I thought you liked that. So, <laughs> if we go uh, musketeer fantasy. <gasps> oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> yes, yes, Ben. The musketeers. Yes. <laughs> now, these are metal. Well, those are adorable. Right. <laughs> Uh, however, this is the old range. It's being it's being replaced. Ooh, I like so, that. So if I go to here, Lumiere. Oh my god! This is the new range. Currently, three D prints. I imagine the fact he's put currently means they may become a metal range at some or point. Metals or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but as you can see. There's so many. It's, it's a little bit Narnia. It's, it's not Narnia. It's, it's, it's very Redguard. Or... Redwall. Yeah. Redwall. Oh, well, well, he calls his version Redguard. So, ah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is why it stuck in my head. You've got your oh. mus Musketeers hmm. doing all Musketeery bits. But, uh, They're oh. pretty cheap as well, which is good. I like yeah. that. Is it all Mises? Oh, no. Oh, God, There's no. more. There's... Oh, then I've got guns. Actual musketeers with muskets. If I go up away from the mice, we must protect the king. You've got a couple of cat guard for when you need the heavy headers to come in. And uh, where's Antonio Banderas when you need him? <laughs> bladder people. So cat guard go. Oh, that's Ex amazing! Exquisite cat guard go, stabby. Very flamboyant. Cat assassins. <gasps> When they arrive, it's a catastrophe. <laughs> oh, see what you did there. Stabbery. Those are nice. Aren't they, though? Aren't they? I How didn't think you? that I needed more alternative models for Mice and Mystics, but apparently, apparently, so, apparently Oh, you man. <laughs> oh, I, there feel, was so, there was another I feel so bad. Oh, I there was the Red Guard. The Red Guard. The Red yeah. Guard are all 
Oh, dastardly rats. Filthy rats. God damn those rats. Dab the ball to hell. I'm loving the helmet design on this. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice sort of adaptation for their rattiness. Very cool. Just a rat officer. Is there a... Uh, what's his name? The The bad guy. It's been so very, very long that I couldn't tell you. You know who I mean, though? Yeah. Yeah. He was... Oh, God damn it. It's really annoying me that I've forgotten his name. But never and, mind. And Cardinal Richet. 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 Yeah. I, I haven't seen him yet. There are Hopefully some. Pops there, there are some uh, heroes in the, the the guard at the moment. You've got your uh, more feral scourge. Your peasants. The peasants are revolting. <laughs> right out there, do the do. That's really awesome. I really like those. They're they're very well done. They're very Saturday morning cartoon as well. Which is <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. I need to have a fun uh, uh, a fun intro soundtrack. To your game, mm. some fun. Uh, but it's got to be like playing. very late '80s, early '90s sort of cartoon yes. intro music. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's yeah. either a rock ballad or some kind of techno thing that doesn't suit, but or like trumpet. <laughs> used any- yeah, is <laughs> used anyway. Just, just synth trumpets. <laughs> yeah, synth trumpets. There we go. John's nailed it. Check all the boxes. So yes, that's awesome. Love that. Mm. Saving the best till last. Mm. Wonderful. Well, like I, I said, the, uh, the mileage may vary on the, the metals for people. Um, the ranges are, you know, extensive, but they are quite old. So vintage um, sculpts, if you're not already collecting them, you may not have much use for some of the 25 mil stuff. 20 mil, a bit more room there for maneuver because there's a lot of companies still doing 20 mil stuff out there. And then, yeah, of yeah. course, the mice. Micey, mice, mice. So, yeah. Thought that would little lambs from coming up to spring. A good at return mm. to the India of the mm. Week with, with the proper person to, to host yes. it. <laughs> with the professional. With the professional. What was it last week, Birds and Badgers? It was it was Mom Miniaturas last week. I, we, we revisited them. I might mm. come back to Birds and Badgers next week. Something mm. might be happening. Who knows? Who knows? Def, something definitely is happening. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, it's it's well, all of us. You, you know we're going back to our favourites eventually. Because <laughs> we, oh, no! we don't have one next week. No but you weekend, want, oh. You've already called it. So the week after, we'll be back to me. Oh, <laughs> Birds and Badgers missed your Oh, Ben, you missed your turn. I'll mm. talk about it on XLBS then. No, <laughs> <laughs> so you won't. Right. <laughs> Can't escape. Okay, it's time for some news. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that shit you love. It's the News. <laughs> okay, we're back and ready for some news. Big news, first off, right out of the traps oh. from Bantic. Yes. It's all gone horribly wrong. The world is ending. <laughs> Again, so bad. <laughs> uh, so Mantic have announced that they have got the license back for The Walking Dead, and this week they let people know how they can get involved, yeah. um, <clears throat> which is in a couple of different ways, uh, and it's fairly mahusav. Um, so, if you missed out on The Walking Dead when they had it for the last five years or so, um, shame on you. 
but it's that's, a that's me that is <laughs> it's it's a um technically it's a board game it plays out a little Kinda, yeah 20 yeah. inch square yeah. free roaming board there are options uh through some of the expansions that they did later on to allow you to play as a full-on skirmish game gang versus gang style of thing you do it to a certain extent in the actual walking dead itself but uh, it's more about the narrative story um and you can play it in a a couple of different ways so you can play it cooperatively you can play it solo or you can play it uh, competitively Uh, and you can see here what the collector's edition is going to be so this is if your brand's making you haven't been anywhere near the game before um this contains a chunk of the original miniatures from the the starter set plus some neat little add-ons in there so um there's the alternative governor from the early um days of the governor which was part of the solo set like nice. i say this this folds the solo rules into it okay. um right. it also includes things like William William Clem. Clem. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and i think there's another character who was also they were like uh, con exclusives that they they did they did a different convention type miniature pack every year um that you can only get for a limited amount of time so it's nice to see that they've been added in here along with all the scenery cards and dice that sort of thing and of course the walkers walkers everywhere mm-hmm. including uh Shane Walker yeah. up there for I mean, my, my favorite his way through my favorite build for this was always Negan and the apprentice <sighs> Negan and his herd of children. <laughs> yes, send Negan out with just children armed with baseball bats. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't get any weapons. Sophia got pepper spray to keep people off her, but everybody else was just sent out there to. They were just there to loot. They're not used to give her a, a chainsaw quite often. I didn't. Small child with a chainsaw. Great times in the zombie apocalypse. Um, so the anthology book is a revised version of the blue anthology book which is over there um so this like i say this is the core rules the updated rules the solo rules and a, a few other bits and bobs that they they put together over the uh, the years uh as a, a nice here's your here's your pack go everything's in there and off you run the, the um, bumper update to, yeah uh, to mm. walking dead in 2024 basically yeah. yeah um you can just get the accoutrement that you require to play the game so your card decks your uh card terrain if you don't want the plastic stuff i will say that plastic stuff's really nice i've got four sets of it because it's handy for any moderns Mm -hmm. um but yeah your threat tracker to see how bad the walkers are going to guess uh the event cards that generate them and the dice that it uses and blah 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 blah. so if you're just after a certain set of miniatures and the game components then Mm -hmm. you can just pick up the essentials uh, and crack in that way um but there are new things coming and the new things come in uh the form of the commonwealth oh those horrible dirt bags you say that but they look so shiny and white like stormtroopers <laughs> and i don't see anything wrong with stormtroopers i don't think they miss quite as often though no no they don't <laughs> um so these will be i don't think these sculpts are final yet oh they're, no, yeah, it says on my, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. um so these will be a resin set so the initial Ooh, okay the initial kickstarter plus four waves were all plastic one piece or pre-built 
plastics, uh, which were really nice quality. The last couple of waves, like the Whisperers uh, and the like, were all resin. Um, right. So the Kingdom, some of the Kingdom figures were plastic. Ezekiel had a plastic version along with his, his Tiger, but the other parts of the Kingdom were uh, were resins. These will also be resins for the smaller groups later on. Um, but they have set up a lovely little website. Um, and this is because uh, I believe they're going to add in a, you know, like a, a, a collector's chart so you can take off the ones you've got yes, type of thing. I think that's the idea, yeah. So that's going to be coming there. Depending whether you're spanking new or a veteran, if you're spanking new, it will go, that's your best place to start. Mm-hmm. Just Just go get that. It has everything you need. Uh, however, if you are a veteran, you can go in here and if you've missed any bundles from any of the previous waves, you can pick them up or you can pick up everything if you've got a grand kicking around doing nothing. <laughs> I think it's actually £850, but... Uh, well, 750 I think. Yeah, yeah well, 850 You save a little. Only on the early birdies. Um, that will go away at some point. Um, because this is a extensive pre-order, and when I say extensive, I mean it was everything they ever did. <laughs> it, it's it is everything they ever did, and it's yeah. going to take a while to get this back into production. So, if you order now, and you have to order like full sets, whether it's something like the Kingdom or the the upcoming Commonwealth, if that's the only one you're missing, um, you won't get them for a while. The plastics and the like, obviously the, the tools they've got, but they've got to sort out the schedule for production. Um, Ronnie was saying that the current plan is the orders will run for a month or so. Um, mm. So they have an idea of what they need to produce for the first waves. They're hoping then to get those made and shipped, and then they'll be ready in late spring, early summer. So they're aiming for May. So this is not a you'll you'll get it tomorrow style of thing. Yeah, it yeah. is at some point out. Once they've got the waves in, and you may be looking at going, I don't need eighty more walkers or whatever it is. Once the waves are in for people who are either catching up or starting, um, and they've got the production running again, they're going to go back and do individuals. So you'll be able to just go, I just need Lee and Clementine, please, or I just need oh, that's cool. Shane. You'll be able to buy individuals that way. Um, but that will be once everything's back uh, and on track again. Does that um, become? Is that are they going to be available as sort of made-to-order resins, or do you reckon they'll just do a, like like a big bunch of plastics and then kind of? Just I, I think they're up? just they're just going to do a big bunch of plastics and split those up um, because the once they've got the tooling running, that's easier to 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 manage. Um, in the past, they were done as little packs where you got a character or two characters and then a walker. And after a while you were going, well, I don't need any more walkers. Please stop with walk. <laughs> there's only so many will go on the board. The horde doesn't uh, need to grow. Yeah. With, and and that, mm-hmm. by that stage, they were hitting towards the resin. Field, and that's why I the see. last few ones where yeah. the resin waves don't contain any walkers, because by that stage, you've probably got more than you're ever going to be using in a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, the big plans for it. And then obviously the Commonwealth is the start of the new storyline. Um, to push that on, so so we'll see we'll see some more interesting bits and pieces coming narratively. Uh, the the bigger skirmish game I was talking about, they're not looking at that yet because they're just trying to get it back up and running 
as it was as the the Walking Dead All Out War, um, and then they may revisit or re-release the 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 rules because that that was slightly different. You had mm. factions, you had list building um, to a greater extent than you do in the actual Walking Dead All Out War board game. Yeah, I think I think the the basic All Out War game was oh, fantastic. It's, it's, there was yeah. a great opportunity to do something different than yeah. what you were normally doing when it came to war games at the time and now, I suppose. But, yeah. I mean, no, th- this this game gave us one of my absolute favourite tables that we ever made, which was the shopping mall one. Yeah, yeah, with the big foreground uh, mm-hmm. shopping mall. That was very cool. Yeah, may have to break that again if we get this in. Yeah. Although, if I had a hope for this, I would hope that it'll be on shelves at salute time. Well, Just for folks to come in, grab it and go. Because remember, so it's April and they're not going to have production done till May. Uh, so just out of the Unfortunate. Book. Unfortunate. <laughs> well, KG on the other hand. Yeah. KG is, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll be making a beeline for that stand. More likely. <laughs> Run past the GW stand to the Mantic stand. <laughs> yes. It's always next to it. Well, no, GW, no, you're smelly. I need Mantic. <laughs> just. <laughs> right. Enough Mantic goodness. Um, we'll move away from bloody walkers and take a look at some bloody miniatures. Yeah. Very mm. good segue there, sir. Nicely um, done. <laughs> a gentlemanly way to do it, I might say. Uh, so, yes, this is a collection of new stuff for the English Civil War from the folks at Bloody Miniatures. Um, they've been doing some really nice stuff over the last little while, and uh, this month sees an update to the range <clears throat> with a selection of new bits and pieces for you to pick up. So the uh, first set is the Gentleman of War that you can see there. So this is your command section that you can use to build up your um, regiment of foot on the tabletop. Um, Again, really nice stuff from the folks at Bloody. Um, If you've read any of the, well, I think it was towards the end of last year, a couple of the issues of Wargames Illustrated looked at a large section of this range and also playing it out on the tabletop with some really fun games and stuff like that. So um it also feels like english civil war is becoming much more of a thing i think a lot more people are diving into it and having fun with the the range there's the new set of rules from alternative armies furioso that popped up recently as well so um it's definitely in the zeitgeist at the moment and uh, bloody miniatures do some of the best stuff out there <clears throat> in 28 mil anyway mm. um so yes they've worked on the gentleman of war which is that command set that you see there which is very cool but they've also got a section of um melee and ranged options for you to use to bulk up your armies as well so there's the pikemen that come in two forms. So you've got the attacking versions and the upright ones. So you can make that very nice porcupine slash hedgehog on the mm. tabletop with all the pikes falling into line, which I think just looks amazing whenever you see it. Fighting hedgehogs um, for the win. Yeah. They have said that they're not going to provide pikes necessarily with mm. the sets, mm. but... Uh, so obviously you can go in with your brass rods or whatever you want to do to tailor it to how you like to set them up. But uh, this is a particular way that the the sculptor likes seeing their their pikes. And so mm-hmm. Bloody Miniatures have actually designed a set that will go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just want to get some stuff from Bloody, there you go. You're about to pick these up and slot them into your uh, games very easily. I know a lot of people like the very thin versions of them, but I think the chunky one works quite nicely with the sculpts there from, uh, <clears throat> from Bloody. Very they do really nice they do they also they also look plastic well i think what they said about those is that they've done them in a particular metal that doesn't that is very very resistant to bending it's very like straight and probably Uh, won't um (laughs) so no bending weapon syndrome for you yeah so so they're really really hard cast yes well 
there was something about it in there. I'll find it if I can. I'm, I'm assuming it's it's a, a really heavy tin alloy then, because I remember there's some white metal miniatures that are you need to practically grind them down with a Dremel if you want to take lines and stuff off them. Yeah, so it's they're... been done with a, a lead-free alloy, which should keep them rigid once they're yeah. cut from the sprues. There you go. So, yeah, very nice. Um, but the additional stuff that came out as well, and all these stuff will be up for pre-order very, very soon, uh, was the shot at ready and the shot giving fire, which is your uh, your your chaps with their muskets and stuff. So if you're looking to set up the ranged options for your army as well, they've got that covered with two different sets there. So whether or not you're doing something skirmish-based or you're ranking them up in uh, regiments, you've got some nice options for you to uh, drop them into the tabletop alongside the command that you see there as well. I really like the lace on those. Nice little additions here and there. I was looking at these the other day. I was looking at these because of Altar of the Dead Gods. Oh, yes. For one of the the factions in that. I'm looking, I'm going, oh, it'd be nice. (laughs) Uh, it could be a bit cheeky. Yeah, uh, uh, sending the uh, the Puritans in to clean out uh, some sort of terrible, you know, rather than going the because I think there's one of the <clears throat> altar of the dark gods is um, like a a witch huntry Teutonic, yeah, yeah, knightly order type of you know like um, push the Templars into a pit and let them deal with the monsters type of thing. And I'm just going, <laughs> but wouldn't it be more fun? If the crazy cultists were being hunted down by some Puritans, that would that would be very cool. book and bell candle, <laughs> go full hammer, hammer of the witches on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like that dude. I think I'm just looking for a reason to buy bloody miniatures. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> and have been have been since I showed them off on that um, indie many moons ago. You need a reason to buy miniatures. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Sometimes that reason isn't. And, immediately apparent sometimes it can take decades before that reason comes to the fore as to why i, I, I thought bought these the miniatures. reason was just you buy it and you just get happiness that's your reason to buy happiness yeah you know i'm, I'm getting older i'm meddling <laughs> um, sometimes i look at things and go oh it's very nice but this month i've already spent x on y so so maybe, must maybe, adult yeah maybe when i know what game i'm going to buy them for i'll buy them we'll be sorted then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right next up more away teams beaming down. Yeah, mm. so uh, more stuff from Gale Force 9 for away missions and Star Trek. Um, we've had quite a few releases already for that. So a mm. uh, lot of stuff to do with uh, Next Gem. So you've had the Borg, the Federation, Klingons, Romulans. Uh, but uh, now the folks at Gale Force 9 are going to be set, uh, stepping back towards the original series, series and uh, releasing two new sets. So there's... Uh, two options for you to choose from for the federation uh you've got kirk's away team and then you've also got um scotty's away team um they come with new miniatures in in both of those covering all the major characters and some less major characters that you could imagine so uh you've got kirk with spock bones and Chekhov, which is a nice little set there as you might imagine done in that nice style uh with those slightly larger heads kind of give them a cartoony feel which is always nice um i imagine uh, Holly's going to be picking these up from the community and painting them up probably quite quickly. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, it is the only version of Star Trek worth playing. Only wow. the original, only Kirk. Okay. Next year. Next year. Oh, yeah. uh, but yes. uh, I'm sorry, I'm a Voyager fan. Also DS9. DS9 for the world. All of but these anyway. are so raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the second away team is Scotty's. So you get Scotty, obviously. Mm-hmm. Shikani, take it, Catman. And then you get Uhura, 
uh, Sulu, and then Leslie, the favorite red shirt. <laughs> poor, poor red shirts. Uh, dead before the first ad break. Uh, I'm, also, he... I'm also a little disappointed because when we were talking uh, to JP from Gale Force 9 about this coming way, way last year, uh, I was going, and will Zulu be stripped to the you know, stripped to the waist <laughs> with his fencing sword running around be. the place. Yeah. I'm going, that's, that didn't happen. Maybe that'll uh, be an You've missed the trick there, boys. Uh, yeah, for him. Um, but yeah, it's a really nice little set there, especially for those people who obviously were maybe tempted by Star Trek away missions, but didn't necessarily know whether they wanted to dive in. And now suddenly you've got to see the original stuff popping up. Um, got uh, all the awesome stuff there from the original series of characters and Leslie. <laughs> it's actually quite fun going into reading all about him because you learn about when he first got his speaking roles and all those kind of things. Um, and <laughs> how he started off the trend of the red shirts and being sort of brought back from the dead consistently and all sorts of different things. Like he'd die in one scene and then he'd be walking behind Kirk in another one. I just thought it was very funny. Well, <laughs> that, that, that's just his twin. Yeah. <laughs> But it's you know some the Q nonsense. Probably. You know what they could have done to be really cheeky? They could have had Miles O'Brien in there. Because <laughs> remember, he went back in time with. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they went back old, in time a lot. Good old Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but, but they were in the trouble with Tribbles oh, episode. They yeah. called it Trials and Tribulations. Was was that the so yeah so they were current they were constantly running around in the background where Kirk and stuff were doing things over there trying Amazing. not to be seen that would have been hilarious uh, that would be good. yeah and then Worf absolutely detesting the little furry buggers yeah yeah every uh, triple purge they come with obviously um, new tactics and everything as well uh, mm-hmm. they've mentioned they get a new beam away ability which will be fun to see how that gets implemented in the game uh, hopefully we'll get our hands on the sets and uh, see what they're like in action mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm all for that. Right, who's up next then? Uh, next up, we're going to be looking at some uh, slightly different stuff from uh, Crooked Dice. Um, so obviously they do a whole range of really nice seven TV stuff based on pulp um, TV shows, and mm-hmm. video games, and mm-hmm. movies and things from from back in the day. Uh, but how about if you dived into an eight bit retro video game style adventure on the tabletop? That's <gasps> I'm intrigued. <laughs> so, uh, and this one was fairly why well, I didn't see this one coming, but uh, I probably should have done because I think they talked about it last year. But anyway. <laughs> Maybe you want to head into the arcade and you get sucked into the machine. And from that point on, you have to drive around in your Tron bike. Oh, sorry. Electron bike. That's that's the yeah. legally distinct um, name. For it's, it, yeah. it's not a light cycle. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a light cycle. That's it's a bright not, cycle. That's not a rectifier. Yeah. And I, I love this. <laughs> he fights for the users. Do you know they just started work on Tron 3 about yeah, a week did, ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. I immediately went and rewatched Tron and Tron Legacy. Ah, it, um, they are two really great shows. Yeah. So this is a selection of really great stuff. I'm sure the people at Salute who put up the Tron game will probably be looking at this and going, I'll buy some more of those. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you get some really nice stuff there for the kind of Tron style thing. So if you wanted to do mm. light cycle battles or you wanted to, you know, be chasing things around with your tanks, trying to blow stuff up, maybe throwing a little bit of asteroids, maybe going that direction. Mm. That could be quite fun. The electron hunters use, even play, if that, that could be, 
could obviously be used as an enemy, but could also be used as kind of like a gate for you to head through if you're going to be doing some kind of like racing thing on the tabletop. That could be kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, just just play Gaslands using yeah. light yeah. cycles, tanks, and oh, those as your gates. That would actually work really yeah. good. Yeah, we so, don't, don't even have to think or anything. Yeah. As long as you've got so, Daft Punk playing. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're, you're fine. You're sorted. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> but say you wanted to stay within the realms of maybe sort of 28 mil and kind of doing something mm. a little bit sort of weird and wacky. How about if you get stuck as your 28 mil miniatures in a maze being chased by oh, ghosts and all sorts of other strange invaders? That would be cool. <laughs> Dungeon Alia project? Oh, there we go. Maybe. It's all going easy. a little bit Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except not that. crap. <laughs> the book was good. The book, the book, was, the book oh. was fine. Yeah. The book That's, was fine. But yeah, imagine this: you're running around in a maze where you're trying to pick up all sorts of different things in there and get to the end. Maybe you sort of get yourself out through one of the arcade machines that we saw at the beginning. But mm. all the time, you're being hunted by the video invaders and the video ghosts and all the other things that they've they've thrown into the range. That could be so cool. This like, is a dungeon alley project waiting yeah, to happen to someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like these because obviously the original Space Invaders, mm-hmm. apart from being a classic, was just a handful of pixels. Yeah. It's very easy to take a light cycle from Tron and then make your electron bike or your rectifier mm-hmm. or whatever. They're fully realized in three dimensions. We've seen them all. Yeah. Uh, a ghost, I mean, it's it's a stylized ghost, so it's relatively easy to do. But those, they are yeah. identifiable as an invader immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Despite the other things only being six or seven pixels <laughs> pretty you know, much yeah. moving across you know moving ra- uh, yeah. well regularly across the screen mm. well here here's one for you jerry so you know the way we've always talked about doing like vertical gaming boards yes these miniatures would be perfect for that just with oh, like yes. a magnetic back yeah yeah that'd be super cool what is this technology you speak yeah. of I like that. As yeah, well. I think it's a really fun little set of releases. Um, it kind of steps out of the. Mm. I mean, I know I know Crooked Dice do some really good stuff anyway, mm. covering all sorts of different things. But this was kind of a little area of the retro <laughs> that I'd not really considered. But I think it comes up with. I think it creates the ideas for some amazing games on the tabletop. Whether or not you're going to do something Tron related, or you know, is, the, is there a packed man? I don't. I haven't seen one. Maybe one will no, pop up at some. But point. but what I was just thinking is if they do a set of. Ghost busting type people. Uh-huh. I'm just having them chasing Inky and Pinky around yeah. the place. <laughs> that would be cool. Which yeah. must be hilarious. I think they do do some busters of ghosts, don't they? They, they do yeah, both they flavors. Do. They yeah. do the original series uh, and they do um, the 2016 the, the weird version weird. that shall not be made, you know, <laughs> named. Yeah, although the, the new one is about to drop as well. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can't Empire wait for it. It looks cool. so good. Yeah, it's It's got all the member berries. Member, <laughs> it does. Ah, uh, the nostalgia kick. Member, you uh, slime me. Member. Talking of uh, kicking things, mm. um, Steamforge Games have decided to kick the tires on uh, Guild Ball. Oh, <laughs> and, and see if it, the doors fall off. And see if the doors. But yeah, and it looks <laughs> like the uh, well, their support for the game is going to be returning. Um, mm. So, a lot of people will know that back in 2020, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Steamforge Games shelved Guild Ball. Uh, it became a community project from that point on. Uh, was sort of taken over by the people who loved the game. The competitive scene still developed. They were still creating lore and background and tweaking things and holding tournaments and everything else. And the game has had sort of like a uh, a life 
beyond um, Steamforge Games and that uh, mm. sort of initial sort of change, that shift from them in 2020. But um, what they announced last week is that Guild Ball support is going to be returning. They're going to be starting things off with a selection of free STLs for mm-hmm. their basic kickoff set, if you remember that. So this isn't the what you'll be getting in the set, obviously, but this is the kind of an, an idea of what will be presented to you. So the free set will be everything that was that existed as part of the kickoff set in the past. So you get the Brewers and the Masons, which you see there, mm-hmm. alongside the sort of terrain and tokens that you'll need to play the game. And then everything else will be available as sort of PDFs and things that you can download. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody who has maybe seen people in your local area playing games of um, of Guild Ball, they actually do show off somewhere in this video, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. But um, if you're somebody who's sort of maybe dived into uh, Guild Ball with their community and said, oh, this is really cool, but I don't really can't get my hands on the miniatures. Well, they're going to be providing those for people to dive into and pick up, as I say, as free STLs uh, via their partnership with My Mini Factory. Um, from that point on, what they said they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing things on a print-on-demand basis. So all of those initial miniatures will be available as STLs for free, but then from that point on, you'll effectively buy a team or buy individuals, buy star players, etc., and then they'll be sent out to you as miniatures printed off by my mini factory, and I would assume only games because they tend to do the physical mm. side of things with yeah. them. Um, so yeah, uh, an interesting one there, obviously, for people who maybe were sad that the game disappeared or maybe we're I, about to dive into guild ball and never actually got the chance well this is now a, an option for you to dive in and start playing the game again so. i think it feels like a more mature way to return to their to the system because i know the i know when they stopped supporting it there, there was a lot of community backlash there was yeah. a lot there was a lot of community tension building up before they they stopped it anyway so i could have imagined i could have foreseen a lot of t- tension starting again if they just said here's a new two-player starter set yeah. with new miniatures and new this that and the other and the the community that's built up around it have went actually no we prefer what we have yeah. i like that it feels like they're f- they're feeding that community rather than trying to take it over I, again yeah yeah i mean guild ball was always a really fun tight tactical game Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's one that I was sad to see go. So I'm I'm happy I, to come back. I still have my female masons lineup. Yep, I still which, have my brewers, which, which will never work because it's a terrible no, team. No, we we, <laughs> we we played it once, John, and dear God, you couldn't pass for toffee. No. <laughs> well, uh, as you say, John, one of the nice things about this is that they do seem to be working alongside the community that is built up for the game now. Yeah. Which, as you say, is the right way to approach this. It's one of the things they they put out the initial video that we saw there that Jerry was showcasing uh and there was obviously mixed reactions to a lot of that obviously mm. you know some people were very very sad when the game disappeared um but it feels like steamforged have approached this from the right direction as we as we're saying um they've specifically said as part of their q a video which you can also watch in the link mm. uh, that will be down in the show notes that they're not looking to step on the toes of the community that has helped bring the game to where it is now yeah so they're not they're not interested in splitting things up to have like an official Steamforge version and then this community version. Um, so I think they're doing things in the right way. Uh, obviously, time will tell, but um, it's good that a game just isn't lost effectively, uh, and the miniatures are coming back. Yeah, so well, I, think I do it's, think. It, oh, go on, Jerry. I was just going to say, I think it, it it's probably the only way they could do it. The reason they stopped was they'd hit a point where they couldn't expand it any further without starting to make the game unplayable. Yeah. And they told people that. And then you can't be sitting with essentially a game that 
is is no longer being supported because everything's out for it, mm-hmm. um, and then just keep producing and producing it because from a, a business point of view, a lot of that will end up as setting as dead stock on the shelves. And yes, players will get annoyed that you can't buy it, but I at that point I suggest that the the majority of the people who are playing it probably had most of the teams, and there weren't a huge amount of new people coming in, mm-hmm. um, and so you're much better off going well we'll do it print on demand um because i imagine if it was selling like gangbusters previously they wouldn't have stopped it it's only whenever they hit that cost benefit analysis and go we're paying a lot of money to store this stock to make this stock and nobody's buying it because they all own it already there's no point in bringing it back that way as much as the community will go why don't you why don't you just bankrupt yourself to keep all this stuff on the shelves for us (laughs) not happening they, but having they, a print on demand makes much more sense it does yeah they they did also announce well they did also admit sorry that <laughs> they handled the end of guild ball very badly and blamed the competitive scene and all this kind of thing as well and all that kind of thing so um they have they are looking to make amends on that front as well which i think is a good way of doing things so mm. yeah it's a, a mixture of lots of different factors but yes as we're saying this is the best way for them to approach doing this mm. because of the advent of 3d printing and and what you can get from from companies now like only games I, I mean all the stuff that they've supplied to me in the past has been top notch so mm. uh, it's a great option for people so, yeah, very cool okay out for more on that front. yeah yeah right we have a little bit of gw news yes. We've got we've got two little things to dive into here. So the first one is one that I got told off for not talking about last week, but that's because the news came out after we'd filmed. <laughs> so this but is, Dan, do better. This is Time the Games Workshop are not going to be dropping the Middle Earth strategy battle game. It's still it's still here. It's going to come back in twenty twenty four. Yay! Um, so they they sort of talked a little bit, sort of outlining their plans. I think this is mainly because Rob Alderman, who's been ha- handling the kind of specialist side of things. Has got out the old world out the door now, so you can go back to Middle Earth. <laughs> no. um, so they announced that they're going to be doing a whole range of made-to-order sets for Rohan. So you're going to be able to get your hands back once again on the uh, the Renegade Masters, the heroes of Helm's Deep, uh, the defenders of Helm's Deep, which is uh, another set that I know a lot of people really like, uh, alongside Aomer, Knight of the Pelennor. Uh, and a whole host of other bits and pieces mm. as well. These are proper classic miniatures that will be returning in metal. Lovely, jubbly. I have all of those miniatures. That's my favorite Eowyn. It's amazing. It's, it's the reason everybody stayed on those walls and fought like absolute legends because nobody wanted to go back and be fed that stew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. You're not Stand wrong. Well, blow the horn for retreat, really, sir, because I don't think the men are leaving. I think we're staying that wall. <laughs> we are not going into the caves. You we will be fed smell from here. <laughs> oh, that, I'm sorry, just that that one Olympic runner orc just running into the tunnel, going, "I got him!" Yeah, goddamn Legolas. If only you could shoot straight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some really nice models there, especially for collectors uh, that yeah. maybe missed out on these the first time. Uh, it's good to see these back. Uh, the next one, AMN Knight of the Pelennor, is one that a lot of people really, mm. really. Uh, if you go to the next town, Jerry. Oh, that model a lot of people really like doesn't really look like AMA I will say no. <laughs> but a lot of people are going to use him to represent uh, Theodred and stuff in their games I think which is quite nice uh, but yes lots of stuff returning for uh, Rohan and Middle Earth across the various uh, really there, which is good to see uh, oh god I love gambling he's one of my mm. favourite characters 
Doesn't get to do much, but he's great. No. <laughs> Not, nice sculpt, nevertheless, you know. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's not the most important thing. Yeah. And I'm like, definitely going to get that Rohan Commanders set, which is the next one. I'm definitely getting yeah. that because I don't have that. And I missed out on it because it was part of an army box that I wasn't <laughs> collecting at the time. But there we go. So we're picking that up. They've already got my money. Um, <laughs> there's also going to be a returning board game. So this one was available, I think, just in Germany and the United States, which is weird. But there we go. Uh, but the Quest about Doom is going to be returning. Um, you can pick this up if you want, I guess. There are better Lord of the Rings board games out there, including ones that have basically the same name. Uh, I have one on the shelf behind me. It's mm. way better just by that. Um, <laughs> it, well, it's also called Lord of the Rings Shock Horror. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also Quest Mount Doom. Um, <laughs> but they also announced that they are going to be doing a supplement and it will be worth the wait. I really freaking hope so. Um, a lot of people have been speculating as to what that could be. Um, I've mentioned in the past that Anarion is mentioned in one of the books, the brother of uh, Isildur, uh, um, uh, and he has no model. So maybe we're going to get a Last Alliance supplement. That would be great. Uh, but also, I'd be very, very happy if we got a Khazad Doom expansion, Dwarves for the win, uh, or maybe even Arnor. Arnor for the win. Little halflings with bows going off to their doom. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> some some good stuff for Lord of the Rings. It's still here. Middle Earth strategy about games still rocking in 2024. Yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, <laughs> with all the upcoming spin-offs and TV shows and movies and blah, 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 and somebody had, uh, had put up a picture of you know the the grumpy hobbit when when he's like he's watching everybody uh, running about before the party and he's he's quite always quite quite smiling and his wife comes out and he immediately goes mm. oh yeah 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 they had him and he went you know all I want is a TV show of him going around hobbiting in the Shire solving crimes that would be good <laughs> so on, you want you want grumpy. to do like one foot in the grave but in the Shire yeah I don't think he solved crimes in one foot in the grave maybe more pie in the sky. Like, Fair. So not Midsummer Murders. No, Shire Pine the Sky. Slayings. There we go. You don't even have to change the name, just buy Pine the Sky because nobody's doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just last of the last of the summer wine with heartbeat rolled into yeah. last of the summer brandy wines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. On point. Oh, somebody, perfect. somebody contact Amazon. Got <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget Henry Cavill, you need a Jerry. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but yes. One final bit of Games Workshop news, just to things off. Yeah, so this is the pre-orders for this week, and it's for the uh, Mortal Realms and Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Starting things off with the new book uh, for the Dawnbringers series. So this is kind of the the big narrative push for Warhammer Age of Sigmar before we probably, most definitely, see the new edition of the game coming out later this year in the summer. It's going to be Stormcast versus Skaven, everybody, just so you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but this one's focused on the Mortark of Delusion, the amazing Usharan, the Elden Ring's boss of uh, the Mortal Realms, looking freaking amazing with all his heads in his cloak and his badass crown. And he still believes he's a good paladin of of, of, of virtue. What a shame. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those aren't tortured souls. That's his entourage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He he had a he had a disagreement with Nagash, and that always ends badly. Um, but that book will cover obviously the ongoing narrative, the rules for Usharan, which are actually available free anyway now as well, mm. uh, alongside Sekhar, which is the um, agent of Neferata in the Mortal Realms, alongside the Fangs of the Blood Queen. So this is one of the uh, new regiments of renown that you can throw into your games that give you kind of like a thematic buff to your armies. 
Um, so you've got some interesting sort of like interplay and sort of mm. civil war stuff going on there between the vampires and uh, the well, the soul blight grave lords and obviously the flesh eater courts there, which is quite nice. Uh, but alongside that, there's the release of all the stuff that was uh, sort of previewed towards the end of last year for those people wanting to create a, a much more dynamic and interesting uh, flesh eater courts army. You've got the Grand Justice Gourmet, the aberrant cardinal there, the royal decapitator. I just realised that's a wig made of intestines. It is. Yeah, the, the most <laughs> gooey of periwigs. Lovely nice. stuff. Yeah, the aberrant cardinal's amazing as well. The royal decapitator, probably my favourite miniature, I think, from the set. I just love that kind of simplistic, mm. sort of old school feel to him. Very kind of uh, Warhammer of the past, more time. So it's quite nice. Yeah. Um, there's also the Vargulf courtier as well. If you're looking for something slightly more bestial, again, kind of honing in on those kind of strigoi feels from back in the day of more time and Warhammer fantasy battles. Mm. And there's also the Mariscroll Herald, which was um, originally a miniature that came out at the start of the Dawnbringers Crusade series. Uh, but alongside all those characters, which is nice to see for the Fresh Eater Courts anyway, mm. we also got some new basic miniatures as well. So you've got your Crypt Guard. So these are your kind of higher than the peasantry um, members of your uh, Flesh Eater Courts. They believe themselves to be sort of like honourable foot soldiers, men-at-arms and knights who uh, swing their pennants around and uh, <laughs> look lovely and dashing in their heads and skulls and all sorts of things. Yeah, but always carries a flesh banner. Who, who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, and then there's also the Morpeg Knights as well. So if you're looking to ride into battle on the on the back of a valiant winged steed, that's definitely a Pegasus. Definitely a Pegasus. Uh, you've got these options. It's got here, wings. Quite nice. It's got wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what happened to your Bretonians, guys. <laughs> uh, and then obviously all the rules for these are going to be included as part of the new battle time, which is going to be available to pre-order as well. Uh, again, sort of separated from the army set that it was in previously. And then you could get yourself some dice if you're a bit of a Flesh Eater Court fan anyway. Yeah, I think that would have been lucky. nice if it had oh, like, bones and stuff. Can we it. get those for Lloyd? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do you want to get them for his birthday? It is yeah. coming up. And he must <sighs> use them with every vampire army he ever, undead army that he ever runs. So. Oh, it'd be worth it just to see his face when he's the <laughs> batwing skull. Oh, dearie me. They're, they're wacky things. Yeah. Hmm. Every like, success is a failure for Lloyd with that. <laughs> that I'm not sure about. What is going on with her head? That's very. It feels I'm trying slanesh. to remember what the, I'm trying to remember what the elven. Well, yeah, it could be slanesh. Oh, it feels luminath. Yeah, that's yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, is that what's happening? Do we have it's, a, well, an elf vampire? Uh, maybe Rob the Luminath Realm Lord. Yeah, it's because Neferata has a massive hat. So uh, I think they've tried to carry on that theme with her. Uh, right. So the whole sort of Ramian thing going on. Oh, okay, well, there you go. All right. And you can pre-order those this week from store.table.com, maybe. Bing, 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 yes. Buy merch. Not now. You yeah. I feel a swish coming on. All right. We're ready <laughs> for some 3D printing after that exceptional swish. Yes. And this one's been found by John. It has, yeah. Oh. This this what is my fault. Is this this what, is what are we looking at? This do you want the story first, or do you just oh, want to yeah. look at the oh, miniatures? No, no. Right, okay. So, um, I think a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I'd been watching Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant show. And I was like, oh, getting a bit of taste of samurai here. And then when Lloyd got all his samurai for Christmas, I was like. I bet I could do better than that. <laughs> John requires superior Nippon miniatures. Yes, I bet I, I could do better than that. And we have 3D printers in here. And I was like, hmm, 
So I did a, I did a search and I、uh, came across Kui. Kyoshineko. 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 They have a cat for their logo. <laughs> Fair enough. Kushenko. Kushenko miniature. Kushenko or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that.、Uh, I apologize to the creator <laughs> profusely.、Um, but I was browsing and I found, the, I found this creator and they had an entire like 96 items of samurai. And I was like, I am bound to find anything I want in here for anything I want samurai. Yeah. And、um, so I, I downloaded a, a couple. I bought a couple of the characters off the, the Japanese range. Uh, went and printed them out, looked at the files and was like, oh, there's pre supports in here. The, the detail's good. They printed really nice. And I was、Ooh. like, okay, I'm going to have an army <laughs> of samurai now. <laughs> and、uh, I just,、uh, as Jerry would say, fill your boots. I just、yeah. fill, filled my boots、uh, with a load of infantry and stuff and started printing it. And it was, the, the files are just so easy to work with. The, all the pre supports are beautifully thought out, beautifully laid out. You can get a ton of them on a decent sized printer bed. And、um, I've just been going nuts, as <laughs> we'll see in the XLBS this week.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to this guy because they had the most complete selection.、Mm-hmm. They had everything, everything from Ashigaru up through all the cavalry, the mounted bowmen, the mounted samurai, it's samurai on foot. Then it had a little bit of the fantasy element thrown into it. There's a few demons and oni and stuff like that. Oh, that's, that's cool. Elephant. I'm digging the Makushi shrine.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have it yet. Maybe I'll need to find, <laughs> an, I'll find an excuse to put it in <laughs> somewhere. There we go. Use、um, it as a war machine. Yeah. But the, the detail is fantastic. They,、mm-hmm. They've printed excellently. Barely any marks on them once you get the supports off and everything. So it's, it's all really well thought out. And I thought, well, if we haven't talked about these guys before、mm. in a 3D printing segment, they, they deserve a shout because the, the stuff's just been great. No, these were, these were new to me. I'd not seen these, which is really awesome.、So. Um, the, the character there with the sword out,、uh, Daimo Uda Nubahara, Nuba, Nubahide, Nubahide. I'm learning. Jobs <laughs>、um, are evolving. I print, yeah, I printed him first because poke, poke, poke. Af, after Blue Eyed Samurai, Netflix had a short series on the age of samurai.、Oh. And I was like, okay, it's a Netflix show. It's probably going to be mostly crap anyway, but it'll give me a better feel for it. And I, I was looking at the, the age of、um, Nobu, Nobunaga as one of the big warlords that was trying to unite、Nobunaga、Japan. Nobunaga Oda. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And、um, Hide、uh, is his brother, I think, is a member of,、oh. it's a member of his family. And I was like, oh, cool. I know who this is. I'll print him off. So just. <laughs> As a test, because I knew the name. Yeah.、Um, We, we'll have to come back to that one, John, because.、Uh, yeah. I'm loving the fact、oh, that you can just、go. get a set of civil wrestlers. Yep. He's such a nice model. See, my so, samurai knowledge comes only from Samurai Warriors, the spin off to <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. So don't, don't worry. <laughs> oh, I thought it would all come from The Last Samurai. Tom cruising it up. I mean, that、uh, also that. We, yeah. we also have accepted the Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh that, right in the、yeah. childhood, Jerry. There's that too.、Um, so at the minute, out of this range, I've printed the,、um, not the Ronins, I've painted the, or printed the Ashigaru spear, the Ashigaru bow,、uh, Samurai on foot, and obviously、uh, Nobuide. And where is the Oni I used for one of my、oh, characters?、Wow. There she is, the one in the middle, female only Ronin. 
Cool. I printed her off as well. And again, fantastic detail. Brilliantly done. Did you do Samurai Bow? Ashigaru Bow, yeah. And so Ashigaru Spear. These are the ones you've been working on. So sort of covering oh. all the, the core bases of your army at the moment. The yeah. Because uh, I'm not going to talk about the game system here, but I will in mm. XLBS. And, Ooh. But that's a really nice miniature as well. Very and pretty sculpt. She's more, the, most of the miniatures are 28 mil. But mm-hmm. she's more like a 32. I see. Right. Uh, so what right. I did was kind of scale her down by like 10, 15%. So she's still taller than the, the people around her to make her look a bit more, you know, keep that keep that fantasy element about her as well. So It's nice, nice that they're doing the, the pre-skilled files for your different like skills of gaming. Yeah. 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 These are great. I love these. Yeah. yeah. And they have a, a lot ton, of flavor. Yeah. They have an absolute ton of stuff on, on their page as well. Like, the samurai is only you know ninety six items, but there's <laughs> there's a well, ton of other we'll, stuff too. We'll have a look at the other stuff in a moment. Mm. How did you find printing these then? Because I seen right at the very top um, the female Ronin were apparently modular, multi part. Were these similar, or were these one? These are all single piece. Okay, so you just print and play then. Yeah, everything I've printed so far is single piece. So the bowman, the spearman, the uh, oni Ronin, the Nobuyi Day is a single piece as well. All the samurai are a single piece. I mean, ha- so, having seen the the final outcome, John, the the details on these hold up really, really well once they actually come out of the machine. Yeah, yeah, they they print up a treat. They really do. Um, so yeah, also, there's. I was gonna say also very good for Hametsu, which mm. is the Black Sight Studios game, which is all mm. kind of like fantasy samurai Ronin awesomeness. Get some nice characters from this. Maybe some some boss monsters or something. Yep. Oh. Love it. Clash of Katanas. Clash of Katanas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you got any cav yet? I have them. Ooh. And I have them with bows. Yeah. Cool. So nice. I've I just basically filled my boots with whatever mm. options yeah. I thought I could get away with. So. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, the, the only thing I see missing from your forces at the minute, John, is war machines. I don't feel like I need them. Did the samurai use many war machines? I don't really know if they did. I... That's something I need to. I may, maybe maybe Lloyd knows. <laughs> yeah, he's an expert who's uh, who's 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 in the making. Who's creating an army? Of course, he has a fully painted army. Yeah, yeah. two. <laughs> the guy that sent them to him. <laughs> Very cool stuff. Really Sweet. Like so they also there's a little can. Oh no! But then that's moving to the oh, black guys. Want to stay away from that? Just yep, use yeah. demons instead. Yeah, uh, just so if you could go to store, Jerry, and then you store. click on the dwarf one. No, so on the, that, that the little tab with the six hundred and fifty-seven. Just oh, that store. Just click, oh, yeah, just go there, and uh, and then there's a lovely section scrolly, scrolly, of scrolly. dwarves that I want to explore. Uh, oh, you've lost oh, it. I've lost it. No, I've gone to marketplace. I've gone oh, to the back no. now. There we Gotta go. Click somewhere so, else, and then it's right on, right there in the center. It just says dwarf army. Just just says dwarf me. army. Just yeah. right in the center. <laughs> yeah. Just there. Just give right. that a click. Just yeah. click that one. Wait, what? Uh, it's got sixty nine objects too. Nice. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, 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 aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I've been having a look at this. Oh my days! They're lovely. I love the Guardians as well. They're so right, nice. I love the little gyrocopter guy. Mm. Oh, it's We're a lovely little selection. So yes, if you are looking to dive into the old world and you didn't buy stuff from Mom Miniaturas last week, 
then maybe maybe come here and get these 3d printed instead <laughs> would be my would be my my advice i would say but yes i won't dwell on it for too long but yes, they've got a very nice section of dwarves screamy persons yeah flying sky dwarves with gyro it's a flying machine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dear me and you live yourself boat tanks interesting <laughs> That's bizarre. It's no more bizarre than the kick origin overlords. Yeah. That at least to me makes more sense than just wearing a bubble on your back. That's the bubble not to keep them down. I'm going to float away. I'm going to fly into a war zone with a giant ball of hydrogen. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, skadoosh. My surname is Hindenburg. I have Hindenburged myself. They're nice. Uh, yeah, the gunners are cute. Yeah, I like those. Very nice. Different. I've always got a thing for shields with a, a bit to put your weapon through. Mm. I, yeah. And of course, all your thrones. Oh, I got the Anvils. boar. Boar cow. Mounted dwarf yes. slayer. Yes. Handy Fair. for Berserker Lord. Mm. What mount? Very Same. good stuff indeed. But yeah, I just wanted to just wanted to make sure we, uh, you know, obviously touched on oh, the yeah. death bit. Yeah, we'd, we'd hate to we get have to hate right? to get past the actual episode without talking about dwarves. Wouldn't we? <laughs> what's what's the the she gun tie death core? Death core. Yeah. Oh, they're probably oh. like Deathcore, but unfortunately I've clipped Arabi. So, oh, <laughs> Gary, no, yep. why you do me dirty like that? Uh, my mouse was there. Yes, so, my so. choice got through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have flying carpet battalions. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> I know a community member who'd probably quite enjoy looking at some of this stuff. Horatio? Yeah. <laughs> With his... Oh, that's cool. Get all gin up in here. Oh, yeah. I love the wind genie. The Sultan Jafar as well is very cool. Gorgeous. Love those. There's a set of flying calf. <laughs> See your Pegasus and I raise you Axminster. <laughs> I raise you I raise you the Dunelm Flying Corps. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's an amazing general. I love that. All about that Sultan. Mm-hmm. He's even got his lovely parrot as well. He does. That gorgeous, gin looks far too work. happy or or just happy enough. Manic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he he's been released. He's coming out. He's you know he's just going yeah. out for a barbecue. Uh, your wishes are death, death, if you, death. <laughs> if your wishes are to defeat your lion enemy, way to do it. Like that. We were saying recently, there's not enough fantasy Arabi in the world. Cavalry. Yeah. Uh, Derry loves his cavalry. Love my cavalry. Mm-hmm. Causes fear in horses, you know. Mm-hmm. My mini factory's as slow as a dog. Yep. Yeah. Now I know how people are trying to attempt to get into our project system feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. keep saying that. You keep saying that enough and Tom will eventually get to it. He won't. He's got he too won't. many other things to do. Yeah. Right. Oh, it did open. Oh, we do get to see it. Oh, oh nice. look at them. Oh, full on Gullum in um, all the regalia. Mm-hmm. Very uh, nice, really nice good. armor. I love good. the detail on the camels as well. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. There you go. He gets bitten and bitten, going anywhere cool. near them. Lovely. Right. So that is John. 
We find somebody online saying it perfectly and we just dab it over. Or just get Google to do it. Just use Google Translate. Oh, Jesus. Well, Justin, you're the editor here, so it's over to you to do that. Right. We have a couple of Kickstarters to take a look at before we run off into the night. Uh, and the first one is Stormbringers 2, the mm. Stormering. Yes. So this is another one from the folks at dakadaka.store. Uh, we've looked at some of their projects in the past, but they've done really nice selections of miniatures, bits, vehicles, and everything else in between for you to build up your sci-fi armies of various guises. Uh, this time it is the turn of the uh, Viking in space <laughs> uh, and those people wanting to uh, add to their space wolfy type armies on the tabletop um, as is the case with all their kickstarters they've got a section of really awesome stl bits and pieces for you to download as you can see you've got um, legs arms bodies heads backpacks guns by the billion um vehicle add-ons that you can add to um existing plastic kits or you can just get the entire vehicle itself you've got loads of different hero characters which is always good to see alongside lots of different troops that you could just build using the components that they've created so you can build your own very unique stormbringers army on the tabletop if you so desire considering that games workshop has effectively left the space wolves to sort of dwell rot (laughs) yeah rot rot in the uh, the mire at the moment in favor of dastardly dark angels um vanilla ice cream (laughs) what no no hang on yes did you see that yes it is vanilla ice cream vanilla ice cream (laughs) um there's some very funny names in here i will say um this is a great opportunity for you to dive in and pick up some stuff that would be of the prim- Primaris scale. I don't know why I went. Primaris. <laughs> Primaris scale, mate. Uh, but yes, if you're going down cut with your space Vikings, this is the way to go. But anyway, you've got lots of different choices to choose from. You can dive in with uh, the sort of standard pledges, or if you're a merchant and you want to do some 3D printing and get them sold on places like Etsy and stuff, you've got some options there as well. Um, the base pledge is jam-packed full of stuff you've got all the different characters and the vehicles there which is really nice to see i particularly like the berserker squad mm. um be a really good opportunity to kind of play around with the idea of wolfen but in a different vibe so sort of go with the idea of them sort of like paired down with like half their power armor missing charging into battle to kind of like um claim an epic death they used to have a kind of slayer analog in the space wolves back in like I think it was 6th, 7th edition, but I think they got rid of it, didn't they? The sort of lone wolf um, got removed, alas. Shame. Nice that uh, they have a, a free bit set so you can actually test it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. So let's, uh, they've they've done that before in previous campaigns yeah. as well. So if you're interested in you know downloading stuff and seeing whether it works for you, make sure to go and check that out and see what you think. Um, lots of test prints as well on their mm. campaign page so you can go and see what they look like uh, alongside painted examples of the finished stuff as well. So if you are tempted go and check this out and see what you think um what's quite nice as well is that we've got a competition running with them same as we did for the uh, tiger miniatures campaign last week uh if you are a backer of this campaign 
and you want to effectively win your base pledge, um, then you can head over to the um, post that is linked down below, head to that post, not this video, and just say that you are a backer and you could be picked to win your pledge and get it for yourself, which is pretty awesome. So yes, if you've backed this and you were like, ah, this would be better if it was free, maybe enter that competition and maybe you'll get get your hands on some good stuff there. Um, Also, as a special little treat, Mm. um, Justin was able to have a look at uh, some of the bits and pieces from the folks at Daka Daka Store and Tiger Miniatures and uh, sort of show them off onto camera. So we'll see what they look like when they were printed in the flesh. Okay, so what I have for everybody is uh, some miniatures from the guys at Daka Daka Store. First up, we have a Kickstarter we looked at last week, Ages of Ether, Eye of the Storm. So what we have down here, first up, we have one of our undead army miniatures. Detail is nice, clean. I will say this is cast in resin, so you'll see the sword. I did have to pop that into some hot water just for a moment. And there's a couple of little cleanup points where you can see just tiny little bits of gating that just let the resin flow better. Overall, really nice. Single piece miniature that just glues onto the base. And then our other one is one of our bosses. So he's some form of Birdman Rogue Assassin boss flying out of the darkness at you and possibly stabbing you or your friend in the throat. Uh, shall we say roll initiative? Uh, overall, good work, really great detail. And we also get a touch of terrain in here. So I'm gonna guess this is some kind of magical ritual site or perhaps some form of broken transport ring. Uh, Details are good, nice little bits of foliage already in there, some little mushrooms in there, and even down to the detail of some of the rune engraving in here, this should all paint up really, really nicely. Our next thing is from this week's Kickstarter that we're going to talk about, Stormbringers 2. So this is the, I can't believe it's not Space Wolves, I can't believe it's not Alpha Legion kind of vibe. If you're looking for like alternate models to add some flavor into your forces, these are always a great option because the feel, the aesthetic is really, really good. Uh, parts for this one. So we came with our base, our big wolf body, main upper body for our guy and his little uh, totem piece up top. Now, it is cast out of resin. So as you can see, we, we did lose a claw, but just a touch of super glue and you'd be fit to pop that on again. Not a problem. Overall, I think definitely something worth looking at. Definitely nice miniatures and just a great option. So uh, I'll tell you what, I will kick it back to everyone uh, in the Weekender and we'll see what they think. Yeah, so there you have it. What do you guys uh, think of the miniatures? They came out really crisp from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I, I really like what they've uh, they've done with this little selection of stuff. Um, Tiger yeah, Mitch but did it's, a really it's good... nice that they're also fulfilling for other Kickstarters as yeah. well because there's the one we had last week as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's really John nice from it. Tiger. And uh, some good stuff here for... Stormbringers. So now you've seen them in the flesh as we have them. Yeah. Lovely bits and pieces there. What do you think, John? And, yeah. I it it feels rock solid enough. I want to throw it, but I know I'll break it. <laughs> Give it a wing. So somewhere Dave from Mini War Games like, do it. <laughs> Intrusive do thoughts it. when you know you want to do it. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> the best way of testing the miniatures, just yeah. drop them. Yep. Yeah. Kill you. I can't oh, you hand it to a warren. Yeah, I, I will iterate once again. If you like uh, this campaign and the one that we covered last week from Tiger Miniatures, make sure to go and uh, check out the uh, different articles we've got on, on Tabletop because you could win your pledge, man. Yeah. Also, amazing. it means, Jerry, you don't ever have to go near a 3D printer with this kind of thing. There you go. Be happy. That's true. Well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't go near a 3D printer anyway, regardless. With that. 
with well with a hammer so that's the one you need to go to if yes. you fancy come and it's just comment just Do comment they... down below and away you go now you have to be a backer yeah you have to be a backer yes so you win your pledge which is great the base pledge there's so a, a, just a comment, picture comment of be a backer. Uh, on there as well so you can go <laughs> comment well your backer number that will make my life easier that will yeah, yeah. fair yeah yeah well, there you go <laughs> okay uh so 17 days left for Stonebringers mm-hmm. 2, but already funded from Daka Daka Store. So yeah. there you go. Always keeping the Primaris up to scratch for 40k <laughs> players. Yeah. Other games are available, so I'm led to be believed. <laughs> right. We have a final Kickstarter from Loki. Yes. Uh, so Loki, as you yes say, mm. uh, Battle Mats have uh, launched a new one, which is uh, the Terrain Set. So this is a fun little mix of two different uh, products. So you've got the two books of battle mats that are now available for you to snap up from them, which include a whole range of new environments for you to explore on the tabletop. Um, so there are lots and lots of wilderness locations, as well as some, some slightly more dark and dingy ones as well, if you if you like. They've covered pretty much everything you could think of when it comes to terrain, <laughs> which I guess is the point of the book, really. So. <laughs> You've got grasslands, you've got deserts, you've got beaches, you've got all sorts of different things in between. You can even put the books together to create even larger encounters if you want to on the tabletop, which I think is quite nice. But then the thing that sort of like twists this and adds to it is that they've gone back in and explored their sticker sets that they've done, which are their reusable ones which you just put down onto your books and create interesting and diverse environments. Uh, And then you can just peel them back off put them back onto the sheets and use them in a future adventure. I think it's very, very cool. Um, as is the way with all of the stuff from Loki as well. Uh, it's fully drawable on with mm. sort of like your like wet erase markers and stuff. So if you want to doodle away, you can do so to your heart's content. Uh, yes, don't use the permanent ones as one of my <laughs> friends did on my whiteboard. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to move my character here. Oh my God. <laughs> well he's permanently there now so <laughs> easy to uh, bend down yeah but um yeah so you get the sticker sheets uh alongside the books of battle maps but as is the case with a lot of stuff from loki anyway as well there's loads of additional things they've included so there's a little tiny book of terrain battle maps which you mm. can add onto the side which is a nice little extra alongside the ruins terrain set which is great as well so if you wanted to create as i say ruins or dungeons or entrances to castles or something you've got that too which is very nice they've also been working with um author and designer linda evans to create a D adventure called the pen of thieves which is mm. lovely. Uh, and then they're also got a GM screen in there as well, which includes a whole bunch of additional bits and pieces for uh, travelers and also GMs there. So if you're looking to um, add more randomness to your games, there's some fun stuff on the back with a table of random encounters, which is just mm. perfect. Love that kind of thing. Because, um, you know, after you've played the game for a while, you probably know the rules at the back of your hand. So it's nice to have something else in front of you to help you kind of ad lib your way through adventures, which I think is quite fun. So yeah, lots of uh, awesome stuff there from Loki. Um, their battle mats are amazing. We love what they do. Yeah, uh, great for role playing games. Great for skirmish games as well. Seeing a lot of people using them for a lot of the kind of smaller scale Rangers fantasy war games. Shadow Deep, Rangers things like Shadow that have got a, exactly, a massive, yeah. massive run on them. That's really fun. I have one of their other, uh, or rather, their other GM screen they do, which is just it's just artwork on both sides. Yeah, uh, yeah. which I use as backdrop whenever I've take photographs of miniatures great uh, and likewise you can do the same there <laughs> yeah. quite happily 
um, which is always nice to see. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the little Leon, not not stickers, the little uh, statically adhesive static clings, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Those things but, you put in your car windows all the time. Yeah, yeah. You, you could do the same here. You two could it's, have a whole range of runes in the back of your car window and then really baffle people trying to work out what <laughs> is going on there. Uh, but they're, they're, I mean, they're really handy because, like I say, the um, the books are great for breaking the pen out and drawing randomly scribbly things on. But for all the space that takes up, uh, a couple of sheets of those and you can just start chucking down more specific bespoke yeah. pieces here there, you know actually have a a layout of a, a building or a campfire or whatever just so your your um party know exactly where to go and that gives them a chance to avoid going there <laughs> yeah. it's true though they will the minute the minute you put something from them yeah. this way they, they, they <laughs> see a random goblin on the corner looking shifty and it's just like he must be important he looks shifty oh they wouldn't <laughs> even see one they just hear rustle never describe anything to your players ever they won't go anywhere near it <laughs> Yeah, the uh, I like how it worked the the books where they have double sets essentially, and so you can like like you were saying stick them together because it'll give you a full two by two layout. Yeah, um, when you do that, so they're a, an exceptionally nice range of stuff. Exceptionally mm -hmm. nice people as well. They are. They've, they've not once people. not once hit me or told me to go away. <laughs> I mean, they they do so many wonderful sets, Jerry. It would be lovely to get some of these down on a table in here and just have the team like play out. A session of D and D. Sure, let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry has voted to not be the forever DM. Yeah, well, <laughs> definitely not for D and D anyway. What <laughs> shit game it is. <laughs> Play anything else, mind you. Quite happily in that respect. Oh, here comes the typing. Right, there <laughs> is twenty-seven days left for the Loki terrain set battle mats. Mm. Um, really nice set of stuff, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. Where they go next? Oh, there's digital versions in there as well for people. There are, yeah, who yeah. Do yeah, yeah. For roll twenty and stuff. Tibbly tops yeah. as well online. Right, that wraps us up for another week. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday morning over on tabletop.com for the XLBS, where our cultists will get to find out what game John's planning on using his samurai in. Mm -hmm. If you're not already a cultist, you can come and join us. Join us for 30 days for free. Then after that, you have to stamp up cold hard cash, or I will accept alcohol in lieu of payment. It's <laughs> otherwise the price three kebabs. From, it's the price of a coffee from 2014. So. Yeah, that's it. That <laughs> yeah, so now you'll get a biscoff. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> we're very much behind the inflation curve, right? <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be back for the awards next week, not the regular show. So we'll see you there for that, or on Sunday morning for more of the same. Until then, have a great week of gaming. Bye bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on. <laughs>